Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. You guys doing? Doing better than last time, Chris. The Celtics <laughs> are alive. Um, so if you if you listen to the last episode, pretty doom and gloom from my side, not a lot of hope. And going in, the Celtics have now won two games. Uh, they have they've avoided the sweep. They've made this a series again. And that being said, I'm cautious. I'm not getting my hopes okay. up. I'm not. I, I, there's no hope in which I still have. I still think the Heat are gonna probably take care of business, win this game, win this game six. You know, I I go home. We, we're not we're not going to the finals. That's okay. I've accepted that fate. They were down 0-3. I've I've been accepting the, the lowest of the lows, so that's where I'm at. But that being said, if they win Game Six, my heart is going to break. If they lose Game Seven, <laughs> like, I'm, I don't I'm, believe you for a second that you are like still accepted their fate. Nope. Like you nope. are, you are back in. No, no, no. Yes, you are. No, no. How could you not be? <laughs> Because I I it's, I gotta be cautious. It's still they have two more games. Seven. It doesn't basically. matter that they were down 0-3. Now it's just have to win two games in a row. It doesn't matter that they have to win four in a row because they've already won the first two. I know, but I Your I can't. Favorites in game six. <sighs> God. <laughs> so right now, I think I heard it was like Miami's favored. To win the series by only minus like 110, 130, something like that. I, I saw minus 150. So. They're, Celtics are favorites for game six in Miami. How, what's, They'll what's obviously spread? Obviously be favorites. Two and a half. Okay. It's not See, like a big line. There's a, there's one key issue that still stands. If it's a two and a half point game, the Celtics are losing. That two and a half point game. They still have yet to win the close game. No, they have yet to win a lo- close game, and there's been there's been some upsides. There's been some reasons for me to to believe to get in. Uh, the past two games ha- have been they 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 could have easily game three. They were set up perfectly. If they wanted to roll over, they wanted to quit like they did at the end of game three. Or sorry, game four. I'm talking about now. If they wanted to quit. They wanted to roll over. They had it there. They had the opportunity at halftime down. They could have just rolled over and quit. But the mm-hmm. team, it seems like the team, something clicked. I don't know if it was, <laughs> was game three the wake-up call they needed? Chris, oh, was it the wake-up call that they needed? <laughs> the final wake-up call? The final wake-up call. Until, of <laughs> course, they go down 0-2. It's say, say they win game seven. They go down 0-2 in the finals. But... Yeah, no, that would be the the final wake the up ultimate call. wake up call. Yeah, <laughs> would be down o three in the finals because <laughs> yeah. we said that games one and two were both wake up calls. <laughs> it got torched in game three. I don't. It's... I don't know. Uh, it doesn't. It like defies logic. They were buried. They were done. They were done. They were completely done. The and now it's I like I don't like how everyone's. Just kind of 
accepting that it's going to go to seven or like there's a lot, a lot of people that are on Twitter. So it's, like, it's almost like they've won the series. I know and they're still down two, three. <laughs> so that's why I can't, I can't let myself, I'm not letting myself get the expectations that we're going to win this series. Yeah. I, I'm going okay. the past two games. Cause I, I was weirdly, I hate, I hate saying this. It was, I was weirdly like going in last night. I was like, all right, it's at home. They fired it up. If we just get out and like well, the second we started getting hot early, I was like, all right, we're we're golden, we're gonna be sailing, and maybe that's what it is with this Celtics team is that you what can was figure the last out. Time you felt like that, not since like the Hawks series. <laughs> this is like the first since we get it. Like maybe that game, if this that game, it was second the second game against the Sixers. That's what I was gonna say. The second game against the Sixers. Oh, I guess game seven, but that was that's the third quarter though. Yeah, yeah, that was tight until the half. But they just kept rolling right at the opening of the gates. And this Celtics team, if they can get hot early and really just start hitting all their threes, getting all their confidence, staying up, then they, they, they're possibly unbeatable. They can just keep that rolling, keep it up. But the key in these past two games was the defense and the passing. Where the defense, they just decided to finally play it. Like, I don't know what it was about the first two games. I don't know if it was, or first three games. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if it was uh, a wake-up call needed. Or if it was, maybe they needed to, like, hit some of their shots for them to want to play defense. Or get get down 0-3 where it's like, shit, we have to play defense. But... The ways that they're they're collapsing on Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo looked terrible this last game, and they had I think they said they had like fourteen steals, thirteen, thirteen steals last game, and nine turnovers. That's the recipe. You, the steals, you know that that's insane. That's an insane number. But the nine turnovers compared to the the Miami Heat sixteen, that's what you're looking for in this Celtics in the Celtics series and what they have to do to continue to win two more games, hopefully. And, like, th- this game, Miami shot 51%, 39 from three. It-, it wasn't a terrible offense. Like, it was a terrible offensive performance, but it was because they kept turning the ball over and throwing the ball out of bounds. And we- the-, the Celtics just capitalized on that, and they took, I mean, they-, they took a ton of more threes than Miami did. But field goal-wise, only took one less shot. So. I don't know. It's it's gonna see, it's gonna be interesting to see. I think Miami, you know, they're now they feel like their backs against the wall. They feel like they're the underdogs again, which is ridiculous. But that's how Vegas is showing it. That's how the people on Twitter are showing it. And going into Game Six in Miami, it's gonna be a dogfight. They're gonna have the whatever Miami's secret power is. They're gonna try whatever they can, and. Will will the Celtics fold again? Is the only question. Because there's, I mean, a, there's a world from the start that they're they're the better team, like by far. Yeah. And the only factor was the Jimmy factor. Yep. Which is what made us scared. When you limit him to ten shots, that's insane. Oh, the the defense on Jimmy the past <clears> two <throat> games has been insane. Uh, fourteen points last game. I think he still had twenty nine in game uh four, but it wasn't. It wasn't as efficient as he normally was, and it wasn't the same level, like, of impossible shots of Jimmy Butler was. And 
to be fair, the first couple games, it felt like every three that they're chucking for the Miami Heat side, no matter where it is, no matter where it's coming from, is is landing in. So, I don't know. I sh- I, sh- I shaved my beard in part that the playoffs were over. Playoff beard was done. I wanted to see my face again. I was like, all right, we're, we're buried. We're done. So, maybe it brought some mojo. I have figured out a system. Remember last time we were talking, do you have a, a system for the, you know, lucky jersey, lucky whatever? Superstitions. So, yeah, so the past two games, I've had just my my bright green Celtic sweatshirt with a non-Celtic shirt underneath and oh, okay. and my South Carolina pajamas. <laughs> right on the left side of the couch. Boom. No, it's not a great combo. Color your pajama pants. Yeah, they're, 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 they're red and black. It's not a great combo. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Bright green. But it's, it's a working combo so far. Knock on wood, it's a working combo so far. Uh, if, if it's working, you can't. No, there's no way. I, yeah. <laughs> a couple of my buddies texted me, hey, do you want to you wanna watch, like, watch the game somewhere next game six? I was like, no. No, I didn't. <laughs> That's how I am. Uh, also, if, part it, of like, that I too. I could never watch a game like that in a in a group. Nah. Yeah, because part like, of it is like if they other lose, people who are just as big of a fan as I am. That's fine. If it's like five or six people and a couple of them don't really care, it's the worst. No, yeah, this is a group of five or six people where I think one of them one of them cares and everyone else couldn't care yeah. less and would be excited for me to be disappointed at the dinner table. Yeah, they just want to so, see you melt down. Exactly. So that's. No way. No way, Jose. Um, but speaking of the game itself, that once the defense started clicking these past two games, it seems like Miami just didn't really – they didn't really know what to do. They couldn't find – and part of it, Gabe Vincent gets injured. They have yet another scorer that can't, can't play. Kyle Lowry stunk. He was awful. Max Truce couldn't get anything going. They had to got, play some guy named Hayward Highsmith, which – I was about to ask, like, who, where did this guy come from? I have no idea. Like and I've minutes. watched a lot of NBA this year. And, like, I've heard, <laughs> I've heard of, like, Highsmith. I knew he was a person. I didn't know he was 24. I didn't know his first name was Hayward. But yeah. Nor did I really know what he looked like. But he I've is... never. And, like, I always have, like, I'm watching the games, and then I have the box scores pulled up when we're doing this, and I, like, stop i was like what the hell like who is this guy yeah well and i this literally until i just looked it up right now i thought he was a rookie but he's uh he was drafted in 2018 uh played for the g league and the delaware blue coats apparently and he's from baltimore maryland look at that oh all right so dmv kid hayward highsmith he he's just a 2k generated guy this guy's not real like the most generic 2k would and I feel bad. He's probably now. Now that we're make people making fun of him because they can see him, he's probably gonna cook the Celtics. But <laughs> I mean, for him to come in and play thirty six minutes in Game Five, he started and... the second half. <laughs> so clearly, even if because there's reports that uh, oh God, what's his name? Not Struess, but the uh, said... Vincent. Yeah, Gabe Vincent will be back on game six that's what it seemed like that's what the ports are seeming like yeah i saw a questionable but i don't know if that was like an optimistic questionable or what the deal was 
I, it seemed like on the broadcast they kept saying that Gabe Vincent will be back in game game okay, six. Nice. But who knows? And they saw, I mean, they could use any help they could get. So if Hayward Highsmith, I mean, got him 15 points, did more than a lot of other players on the Miami Heat this last game. Three of four from three. Yeah. So yo, he when he was ripping those threes, I was like, oh, this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> and the there really wasn't a sweat. There's like this Celtics team was was on high power. And what I like about watching this is they won in two different ways the last two games. They won with Tatum needing a big performance, 33 in game four. Uh, a lot of the other players, you know, still solid points from Brown and uh, Derek White was was hitting some threes. But this last game, it was... Derek White was awesome. He was, he was amazing. I think he was five for maybe eight for 11 for three, something crazy like that. He had an insane number of threes. Let me look it up, actually. Derek, what do you have? Six for eight. Okay, six for eight. Yeah, that's that's three. still and insane. Smart was four for six. And six for eight, One, a couple of those were like some push-offs. He's making dribble moves. I'm like, geez, Derek, where has this Derek White been this whole time? <laughs> and what what I enjoyed about this game is a, the, everyone was scoring. We had four people in 20 points. Uh, four of the starters, mm-hmm. actually, in 20 points. And... They keep flip-flopping Derek White starting versus Robert Williams starting, but I feel like they've, they've done it pretty well. Joe Mazzula has been a pretty damn good coach the past two day, past two games, and I don't know if that's the players finally figuring out the Miami zone. It seems like now Mazzula's taking like, all the timeouts. He heard all the criticism about no yeah. one, he's never taking timeouts, and he's just, all right, I got to use them all. Yeah, and that's all right. That's fine. It's actually been working. Right, might as well. And the other thing is Grant Williams has had good minutes. Um, I mean, Horford's been playing well. 11 rebounds from him. He was all over the glass. It just seems like this team has a new energy that they that they didn't have at the end of Game 3 or yeah. really at all at, during three quarters of Game 3. So it really seems like they're fighting for their – their coach, they're fighting for the roster stability. They probably heard all these rumors. Oh, Jalen, like where's Jalen Brown gonna go? Are they gonna fire Missoula? And now that they force Game Six. You know they could completely stink the bed in Game Six, and maybe this is a whole new conversation about Joe again. But it seems like if they get a veteran coach on the sidelines and let him build out the the coach, the coaching staff for what he wants. Maybe they're going to keep him. I can't see them going. They're definitely not going to get another rookie head coach, but I could definitely. Like, are they going to get another coach again? Like three years in a row, three different coaches. So I don't know. And, you know, I guess. He has, like, on his way back to a job. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, of course, there's still still one game to go, at least. So. We'll we'll have to see what Celtics team shows up and if they can keep this momentum going. I I, I think they can. I think it's possible. But as I said at the beginning, I'm not getting my hopes up. I've seen this Celtics team. optimistic. Yes, I've seen this Celtics team. You don't even sound that optimistic. Oh, yeah. And the other thing is I I could come in (laughs) here, be all optimistic, be all excited. I could be all rallying. Like all these people on Twitter. Hell, there's people on Twitter. We're down 0-3. They're like, ah, Celtics in seven. Celtics in seven. And it's like, let's take it one game at a time. That's all I want to do. Yeah. 
is take it one game at a time. That's what I told you after game four, and you're like, I'm starting to feel a little bit of hope. Like, what yeah, I, you were like, I what? A, I asked like, you as as my as my advisor, what should I do? <laughs> I'm feeling a little optimistic. You told me, and I'm taking your advice. You said take it one game at a time. So that's what I'm gonna do. That's how I'm gonna view it. And I, I mean, it, it came out today. Brogdon has been injured. Uh, I, he was awful the past couple games. So that could explain some of that. They played him less minutes, which was which I liked. He he really couldn't shoot anything, and it seems like they're really finding out who needs to play and who doesn't. So I don't know. Maybe it's coming together, and or maybe we come back on Tuesday and I'm like, ah, season was over when when we were uh, yeah. <coughs> So wait, by Tuesday we'll have it'll be over, right? It'll be at, over no matter what. I believe because we have Saturday and then Monday. We have tomorrow and Monday. So no matter what, it should be over by Tuesday and we'll be able to be able to see, see what happens. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're talking about a a Denver Celtics finals, which I think would be really funny just because of how uh, like everyone was just like, oh, well, let's see how Denver matches up with Miami. Like, it was close. And oh, as they should have been. Yeah, and as they should have been. And you, you collectively, I was so down. I was so bummy. You were collectively, and smartly, like, let's see what happens. Like, it's oh. not set in stone yet. Yes. So, who knows? What are your thoughts, Chris, seeing these two games? I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to say, like, what – Mm-hmm. because they they were horrible in game three oh. it was it it seemed like they didn't even want to be there i know like they're professional athletes like this is what they do they don't actually not want to be there but there is a degree where like momentum does matter and the fact that like something just flipped in game four like i don't i don't know to explain it to be honest um i think that the heat probably do wrap it up probably game six at home um but that being said like i told you earlier you need to win four in a row you've already won the first two now you just have to win two in a row so it's it doesn't it's not as hard to come back from down 3-0 and you win games 4 and 5. Because now it's just like, it's basically just like Sixer series. Like you lost game 5 at home. Yeah. Yeah. Although you'd almost rather be in this position than in that series position. But Miami's also like not going to get frazzled, I don't think. That's the thing, is that Miami is not scared. They're not mm-hmm. they're not worried and they shouldn't be worried. And the the thing with me and the Heat is you look at the first two games, it's Jimmy and it's Bam out of bio. And the mm-hmm. the past two game or the past yeah, the past two games that the Celtics have won, it has been either in game four Jimmy or in game five really no one. And I guess Duncan Robinson. But Bam Adebayo has completely disappeared, and he—I know he got 16 points last game. He had—he shot efficiently, eight rebounds. 
But if you watch that game, he was getting – they were giving him the Jalen Brown treatment. Every time he was in there, they were just swatting at the ball and saying, you're not, you're not going to be able to handle this, and just kept getting turnovers off of him. So I don't, I don't know where, where he's gone. I don't know if he you – know, Six I, turnovers. That's terrible. For a center is horrible. It looked worse than six, too. Looked like 40. <laughs> looked like 40 turnovers. But there's also, like, and you're looking at this, and I'm saying, you know, the Celtics, they're up up early, up 15. Like, I was rallied. I was getting getting excited. But even in the back of my mind during this game, I was like, one run could just screw this whole thing up. Yeah. One Miami run could just, like, ruin all their confidence again. And the Celtics, this the past two games have been passing really well. They've been playing as a unit really well. They haven't been caring about, you know, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, my turn, your turn. So maybe it just kind of clicked. Maybe it just kind of, as we've been joking around, wake up call. Hey, this is what we need to do to be more. That we have better talent, but they've they're they're better posture, better uh, better coached, better mentality. If we adopt some of that mentality, adopt some of that play style we could whoop their ass so maybe that's what happened and maybe uh, it's because joe missoula went to visit sick kids in the hospital yes yes did you okay this is did you see riley's tweet about that (laughs) (laughs) so if you don't know we're talking about that was so wrong if you don't know we're talking about joe missoula comes out after the game and he says they asked like how do you how do you feel being down 3-0 how do you get the team rallied up and he said he he met three girls that were like 20 21 years old that were dying of cancer he said he met him in the hospital and he thought he was doing them a favor but in reality you know they were doing him a favor yada 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 faith life got to be happy and it was a good quote it was a fine quote it really had nothing to do with basketball but sure go go ahead joe that's that's a fine quote. And our friend Riley Nolan retweets that. It said <laughs> What do you remember what exactly he said? I, I pulled it up. It says, fuck them girls. He's not he's not I I know I commented it, but he's not getting a job. After if any company <laughs> any company ever finds that tweet, he's never getting a job. So <laughs> um yeah that that was funny but i thought good quote from joe you know i didn't think it was anything too bad but that (laughs) every tweet was was pretty awful but i saw i was shocked my jaw dropped and hit the floor (laughs) (laughs) it's like it wasn't even that surprising for him though that's like no coming from him it's not that yeah yeah (laughs) to see it on twitter is like oh yeah, it's it would have been one thing if he sent it to like our group chat and was like, nah, it's yeah. like, but to do it on <laughs> to, to public to everybody, and then he gets mad when we make fun of his mom. Like, come on, you can't you can't have it both ways. Uh, all right. Well, Get looking at that, water. I know that I thought I saw you drinking it when I said it, and I was like, uh oh, am I getting a spit take live? Uh, all right. So to wrap this up. It's either going to be the Celtics lose game six at home by five. Or not, sorry, away in Miami by five. Or 
they blow them out again by 15 and we see we see what happens game seven but i'm taking if one the celtics win a close game in game six then it's over if they no, what's gonna this is what's actually let, here this is what's actually gonna happen because this is the most perfect Celtics way to do it. They're gonna win like a one point game in game five or game six. I'm gonna be losing my mind, excited, ready, uh, ready to go for game seven, and then they're gonna like shit the bed and like completely lose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be the worst, the worst possible thing. I don't know how I don't know how I could handle that. I don't know what I do. I mean, you were like borderline rooting against them in game four. Just to wrap it up. I was in a dark place. You said, you said that you preferred that you would live with players. <laughs> I wasn't wrong. At that moment in time, I did. No, yeah. I would rat. I'd rat. And. But they, they played the lights out. And they're get, it's It's funny. I'm in like this this mellow ground where I'm just like, I'm just trying to, just trying to keep it cool. That's all I can do. It's just try to keep it cool. And you're trying hard. <laughs> I, I look, it, and it was the mentality that switched up on the Celtics that, that really made it where it's, they're actually likable again, instead of the first three games where they were just they, they were the bane of my existence they were awful. <laughs> you can love them again yeah exactly i had to relearn to love them again and it, all it took was <laughs> was two wins down yeah. at 03 yeah. they took you out for a nice dinner what happens to the like we we prematurely crown the heat as and i'm only doing this just because we have until tuesday and it'll be the series is over by the end of it but if the Celtics do win, we already crown the Heat as like, oh, like the culture and Jimmy Butler. Yeah. And does that just go out the window, or is it just like all gone? If they all of it, all, all, all gone. Eric Spoelstra fired. Yeah, Eric Spoelstra fired. They're traded. Get them all, blow it all up. They're all going to if China. Blow a three lead. Bam out of bios. Oh, I gotta Wong say, is if they blow it, he's going to Wong Dong. He's gonna be the next in line. <laughs> with Aiton. Yep. No, with with Aiton, with Dylan Brooks. That's one of my favorite things on Twitter is just every every playoff series, the the Wong Dong Tigers roster expands. John <laughs> <Yeah. one. laughs> ja Morant, Ben Simmons, Chris Paul. <laughs> they're all they're all there. Um D'Lo. Oh, D'Lo, oh, yeah, he's the captain. He's a shark. <laughs> he's the captain. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's absolutely... Like I think at the end of the playoffs... Losers. At the end of the playoffs, besides the two... Because they won't do it with the finals teams, unless someone just completely sucks in the finals. But we it's should do a, they will. an all, uh, all-time Wong Dong Tigers 2023 <laughs> roster. <laughs> the Wong Dong Tigers. Oh, they've actually won... They've won 10... CBA titles. Look at that. Wong Dong Tigers. Look at that. <laughs> One of the images that comes up when you search Wong Dong Tigers is Dylan Brown. Meow. 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 That's the greatest video. It's actually like, it's the fourth one. Yeah, that I was going to say, it's the fourth picture. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. The best part about that is that there's no one else that's in the NBA that they're 
Actually, no, there's a Ben Simmons one. It's <laughs> I just saw that one. <laughs> it's like the starting lineup. And Kuzma's there. Oh, why is so, Kuzma in Wong Dong? What is it? Oh, Jordan Poole. Jordan Zero. Poole signs with the Wong Dong Tigers. There it is. It's the whole story. This is actually, this is basically what we were talking about. Somebody tweeted it. This, is, this was two years ago. Simmons, Hero, Aaron Gordon, Kuzma, and Porzingis. Oh, I love the two wizards are on there. <laughs> <laughs> good sign. That's always a good sign. I kind of want a Wong Dong Tiger shirt. Their logo is fire. It's <laughs> pretty sick. cool. It's like the like the dragon for the you know how they yeah. Chinese New Year mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, it does look like that, and I guess it's supposed to be a tiger though. But yeah, all right, is that a? Is that a, I, actually, I'm going to give a, a special thanks before we go. Special thanks to, uh, to Derek White. Just really, when the, he, he vanished in the Sixers series. I kind of thought he was gone. And... I was going to be like your mom for like keeping you together or something. <laughs> <laughs> Derek White for hitting threes. Yes, exactly. Him and Smart for hitting threes last game. That's really, they really shed a tear in my eye. Because it got to a point where I was like, keep taking him. And like I haven't been like that with either either one of those guys in a long time, where I was just like, oh, I, yeah. smart. We have just like ripped. Oh, those years, I think. yeah, I smart. White's kind of like eat it away. Nobody rips he's done White. Nothing we can't really complain about. Yeah, exactly. He's played because he hasn't yeah. done anything. But smart is like in your face with how bad he is when he has bad games. Yeah, that game, that game three, he was all time horrendous. He was getting ready for Wong Dong. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, him, <laughs> him and uh, him and Derek White really stepped it up. Really love to see it. Uh, and there was also there's been reports ever since we started winning games. Like th- there's been videos of the locker room. They're all playing rock paper scissors against each other. It seems like they actually are a team that likes each other, contrary to popular belief. So that also adds to my. Yeah, it's not like one big conspiracy or anything. Yeah, where they all just like hate each other and they wanted to <laughs> to blow it. So before we move on, funny. Speaking of my mom, you you mentioned her. She's watching the the game with us, and she's only watching like the first half. Like she's just going to bed, but mm-hmm. she's sitting there, and she she has FanDuel and will just randomly bet on like some parlays <laughs> and. With like no, sometimes no rhyme or reason, because she doesn't watch. And she has no idea. Like she's like, "Who's Bam Adebayo? Will he score ten points?" I'm like, "I don't know, maybe." <laughs> um, and she 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 she's talking to my dad and I. She goes, "Do you think it's ever like uh like planned? Like, eh, we didn't really want to do well the first three games, and then they just turn it on in the last two. And my dad and I were looking at her like, no, it's just sports. Like, sometimes you just have a rough night. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, maybe they just didn't, like, maybe the first two games they just were like, ah, we're going to whoop this Heat team. They're the eight seed. Like, we don't care at all. And then game three, who knows what would have happened then. But maybe at 03, they're like, all right, maybe it's time to start caring. Wake up call. Yeah, yeah. Wake up call. It all comes back. It all, yeah, it's the it's our favorite. Just, there's a lack of motivation. Team. There's no greater motivation than being down. He's not the line. Yep. <laughs> yep. Being down three zero. Could have used some I'm motivation at home. Your when you mom, get embarrassed. Yeah, your mom is able to tolerate you guys. My mom just watches upstairs. No, it was a big game. 
<laughs> yeah, she's a like the it was it was funny game four. I think my dad and I were just so shocked that they were playing well because normally oh. we're 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 cheering we're like yes like nice shot like we're all excited and we were just like kind of silent the whole game. Yeah. And just kind of just sitting there observing, waiting for the the collapse to happen, and never did, and then we're just like happy, <laughs> just. <laughs> Believe it or not, just happy watching the Boston Celtics. <laughs> and my mom, she the next morning, she's like, oh, did the Celtics win? And we were like, yeah, they actually won by a lot. And she was like, weird. Didn't hear any yelling or carrying <laughs> on downstairs. And I, we were just like, yeah, I guess we were just enjoying the game. Pretty crazy how that worked. Like normal people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like... Oh. oh, man. Well, game six, I'm going I'm to be loud, so coming back it's gonna it's i know i said at the beginning it's yeah, not gonna hurt bright me, green it's, and it's, red it's, pants yep yep in the same spot i was the past two all right i think we've exhausted enough time on the celtics yeah well before we move on well i guess this is moving on but speaking from ball sack sports oh, sbn to air 15 episode series documenting the magical 2023 lakers play and run Series will air during the NBA Finals and exclusive <laughs> behind the scenes locker room That they transition. The Lakers, yeah, the Lakers immediately. So they do get swept. I guess we 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 didn't talk about this right because it was during we, we were taking it on game day. We were talking about the Nuggets and Lakers. Hmm. So yeah, I think it was. Do we even get to talk about Game Three? Yeah, we did. They were down 3-0. Because oh, they right. were both yeah, down 3-0. Okay. So, the, the Lakers, LeBron James, master class of the media, can swindle the media in any way. He gets swept, and what is, what is he, what's his first reaction of what he's going to do? Nah, maybe I'll retire. Nuggets, <laughs> the, the, the second greatest player of all time, just casually dropping that, even though he knows damn well he's not going to retire. And he knows damn well he just wants to take the media attention from the Nuggets yet again. And you know what works perfectly in in (laughs) LeBron James's favor is you know who flocks directly to LeBron James's tweet and his comments is everyone in the media. It is ridiculous. And even like after the game, it's so insufferable. And I like I have grown to actually like LeBron, but. After the game, my dog is all riled up. Yeah, he's, he doesn't like LeBron. About that. No, he he's does not, not like, like LeBron. LeBron. He's, he's saying Jordan would never. Yeah. But after the game, like, the camera goes to the Nuggets celebrating for maybe, like, three <laughs> seconds. And then it just follows <laughs> LeBron, like, walking into the locker room. I'm like, he just swept the Lakers. They're going to their first finals in history. Ever, and yeah, the camera's ever. on sad LeBron. Like, come on, give these guys some credit. Then Brian Windhorst is like, that was the most impressive performance that I've ever seen See in a sweep. sweep it's yeah. like, who cares? They lost. You still got sweat. <laughs> they I couldn't even believe. Well, I could believe it when I read it, but I was like, are you serious, dude? It is. Let's not stop giving them credit for getting swept. ESPN is just a LeBron loving machine, <laughs> and it play. I mean, it's it's. Think about it. They're owned by Disney bubble ring it all makes sense <laughs> and all makes sense to be i mean he is he's just going to be the second greatest player of all time and if he did actually retire of course it'll be a big deal but 
you got to give the Nuggets some credit here. They, it was, and we say most impressive performance in a sweep. That just means that they lost close games, and that means the Nuggets won all four of those close games. Uh, They choked every night. They they blew it every (laughs) game. So, and that last that last game, LeBron driving in, down two, to tie the game, after a horrendous third quarter by the Lakers. Stupendous third quarter by the Lakers. LeBron coming in and just four guys on him, and he tries tries to take the shot anyway. So wide open. Oh, yeah. There's not a person within 20 feet of Anthony. (laughs) You're thinking about that bubble run, and what was the one of the games that they won against the Nuggets was that Anthony Davis uh, three, buzzer beater three, to win them the Mm. game. So. I I almost thought like oh my god it's gonna happen again and nope LeBron takes a shot and it just completely is just it doesn't go anywhere it doesn't even come close to the basket mm-hmm. I think does it hit the side of the backboard if I'm mistaken it was bad it was bad it, it was close. if some if if it was something Westbrook did it would be oh, yeah. it would be harped all over the media but it was because it was LeBron. And now I, I'm excited for the Nuggets. I know we talked a little bit about how the Nuggets have had basically no history. Uh, Jokic is now officially the best player that the Nuggets ever had. I saw uh, a tweet. It was like, do they retire Melo's 15 or Jokic's 15? Yeah, we talked about that a little bit last night. It's like, <laughs> um, uh, maybe I want back-to-back MVPs. Yeah, and, and now it's taking you to the first finals. The finals but... And you debate that he played too, but he played 45 minutes. (laughs) I I do got to say, I mean, LeBron did get almost a triple double, 40 points, was really the only one on the team doing anything. And and Anthony Davis, his stat line looks all right. Yeah, he is old. And that's why, like, it's been long playoff run, Mm -hmm. played every single minute of the game. Mm-hmm. He he rested for four oh. seconds. <laughs> Makes sense why he's asked at the end, but it was still bad. Yeah, and I it's I don't think it, there's any fault on on him. I think they're they're gonna have an interesting off season. Hopefully, D'Angelo Russell's out of there for their sake. Uh, they can bring they need they need to bring back Austin Reeves. Even Rui Hachimura had solid minutes for them in the playoffs, kind of up and down. And the one thing about this series is we kept talking about how they had all these other guys, the Lakers. They had Dennis Schroeder. They had D'Angelo Russell, Lonnie Walker, Vanderbilt, and even Rui. And literally none of them showed. Like, not – there wasn't – I know we had random games for them in other series. Oh, this is the game that they get 30 points. But not one of them had a good game this whole series. And that's, that's why you end up in a result in a sweep. Hmm. So they just because yeah, they were the team players. where it's just like they had all these guys that would get the Lonnie Walker game, mm-hmm. the Reeves game, but it was all. And Davis is like he's what he he is what he is. Go off I, for forty one game, and then the next night he disappears. I thought the best was, I mean, all the reports. When uh, what's his name? Woj. Woj was talking like this is gonna flip the series. Mo Bamba coming back. And, <laughs> and then, Woj, Woj had like a three minute 
little blurb on Twitter where it's like, oh, like this is going to be a massive defensive player for oh against Jokic. Uh, big help for LeBron and the Lakers. And Tristan Thompson plays over him. <laughs> <laughs> so the it'll be interesting to see if they want to go for Kyrie, if they want to go for another third star, which I guess for the regular season makes sense. But I think if you're in the playoffs and LeBron and Anthony Davis are going to be playing 40-plus minutes no matter what, you just got to have consistent role players around them that are going to hit their shots. Because mm. they – think about it. You think he's got another full year like this in him? I think so. He put up, like, borderline MVP numbers this year. He played – yeah, yeah. He had an insane season. I don't think it'll be – like, I, th- I think he'll take a step back. And he's been trying to give mm-hmm. Anthony Davis – he's been trying to have him lead the team for years now, it seems like. But mm-hmm. he's never been able to stay healthy enough. So yeah. it, it, se- it seems also, like the same Royce. conversation – yeah, he, he's a beta. It seems like the same conversation we've kind of had with them the past couple years where yeah. they, it, it relies on how many minutes they can play together in the regular season for their seeding-wise. But I just think – like, think about it now. They snuck into the playoffs as a seventh seed. If they can just sneak in again in the play-in, it's not that hard to get in a play-in. You have to, you have to be a 10 seed. And I think once you get there, you're, you're kind of set. But yeah, they have to make it there first. Hmm. But now, now we just did a whole L.A. thing, and we still couldn't get the Nuggets in. We, we just did what we were complaining about. Uh, the Nuggets looked great. Aaron Gordon found a shot. He was like the one guy on offense for the Nuggets where it's like, ah, you just leave him open. And he took that personally, uh, went after them, played great. It's funny. They have an eight-man lineup. Z people – or, sorry, seven, seven. Seven-man lineup. They will play their seven guys. And I think we, we meant, I mentioned this last episode, but they, they play Nuggets basketball. They don't have to worry about who play, who's starting. They don't have to worry about – who is going to be all coming off the bench. They know who's going in. They know their, everyone knows their role and they've been executing it perfectly. Michael Porter Jr. has finally been playing defense. Uh, I mean, Jokic, as we talked about many times, is the total package. And Jamal Murray has been hitting his shots just like he has was in the bubble. So mm. they're going to be fun in the finals, and I think, honestly, they're taking care of business in the finals. No matter who, who it is, even if it's my beloved Celtics. I, yeah, I can't they're taking see care of them. that they lose the final. I mean, Murray is, Murray's become like a superstar. Yeah. He's yeah. playoffs. And that's, I mean, his averages during the regular season, he's only averaging 20 points a game, but his, during the, the playoffs, it was, it's now, I think I saw a stat, it was like 30-plus. 31, 32. In this series, it was, I think it was 32. Points per game. And that's on the biggest stage. Those are the types of guys you want on the biggest stage. The guys who elevate in the playoffs. Yeah, He's getting 27 in the playoffs as a whole. Damn. Damn. That's, and he's a reliable shooter. He, he normally, I mean, the last game, funny enough, he shot 0 for 4 from 3. But normally is a pretty efficient 3-point shooter. And... He uh, he's uh, like if they win a ring here, he's also on that Nuggets all time list. It's him and Jokic. This is a, a two two headed dragon here. So they're they're a good team. They're gonna really 
whoever is in the finals is they're going to take care of business. I feel like. Yeah, no, I, I it it's because we're talking about like how Brown is so gassed after playing all these minutes. They're running with seven guys. It doesn't matter for them. They're also young. Mm-hmm. Like it, it makes sense. <laughs> like yeah. a young team can play only seven guys. They can play the whole game, and they're fine. Yeah, you, you look at that and. It makes sense. You're right. Anthony Davis, you want time on the bench for him. LeBron, he didn't take any time on the bench for him, but you, you generally want that. With Jokic at age 29, 28, how old is he? Yeah, Murray's 26. Yeah, 28 years old, 26 for Murray. They're going to play the whole game, and they have, like they have been the whole playoffs. And, they're, I mean, Jokic, it seems like he can put up any stat line he wants. Does it, like, it, oh, depending on the game, what do I want to go today? Yeah, I'll take 20, 25, 14, and 13. It just seems like he can figure out. He'll pick the numbers beforehand and just do it. So it, it's, it's almost unstoppable. Like, I don't know what, what does the Heat do against it's them. What does the Celtics do against them? Maybe Robert, like, maybe, like, Bam Adebayo is going to get cooked by them, and so is, I think, Robert Williams and Horford. So... It's looking looking good for Denver, and I love I like it for it. They, you know, you have a small market team doesn't get a lot of love. It's never been in the finals, and a chance for for Nuggets fans who's been rooting them for their whole lives never never see them in the finals, and they're they're going to be favored yeah, to win. It's a lot like the Bucks making that run a few years ago with Giannis. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a lot about star player too finally getting over that hump because before that year, like they were team that never could do anything in the playoffs and that was the dig on Giannis was like yes he's great but not gonna win the playoffs and that was the the narrative on Jokic and oh they better win yeah yeah they (laughs) they do better win and it also this sets up kind of like as we said they're young 26 to 28 that's their two stars it sets up where they could be contending for a couple years I saw an article that was like, "Are the Nuggets the next dynasty?" They could, they could be if they get. Like, right. I haven't won the finals yet. Yeah, that's true. It's not gonna happen. That the one thing about the NBA is the NBA loves getting ahead of itself. It's its favorite thing to do. Oh, yeah, is getting ahead of itself. We do like we do it. Yeah, we do it. it. All the time. Yeah, I agree. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Like, cause like, yeah, you know what? Let's not talk about. Let's see if they win the championship first. You're right. Um, you want to move on to football? Got some football news? It's been a while since we talked about football. Oh, really? So, today, it was probably like around noon, I don't know, midday. DeAndre Hopkins released from the Arizona Cardinals. I, it was before June 1st, so they have to take all the dead cap hit. I don't really know how that works, but $22 million dead cap for the Cardinals. They are just, they didn't want to get anything for him, I guess. No one would take his contract. No one would, no one would restructure I feel it. like this happens a lot now. It's like, <clears throat> you think these guys have big values and they're going to get a nice trade return and then they're just gone. Yeah, I don't snipped. understand it. Snipped, either gone for like a fifth rounder or yeah. cut. So, yeah, that's a good point. But what we're going to do is we're going to look at and let's look. He didn't get signed, did he? Because this whole segment would be done if he got signed. Nope. 
I think it'll take a few days. Yeah, I, I think it will too. So we're going to be looking at the top five destinations for DeAndre Hopkins based on, I guess, fit or where we'd like to see him or whatever really we decided on. Like, I, I, I don't know. We didn't really have a criteria. But our top five picks for DeAndre Hopkins. I'm going to start out with an honorable mention. Is that all right? Sure. Let's go back to the Texans. Help out Stroud. Yeah. Young team. I, I don't think he would do that. No, I don't so. think he would. I would do that. But it wouldn't be like it like especially for the Texans, it'd be a great move for them. It'd probably a terrible move for DeAndre Hopkins in his career and wanting to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> but young team needs weapons. Drafted we think decently well. Try to help out Stroud. I don't know. Be a team player, but that doesn't seem like that's Hopkins style. Just wanted to throw it out there. Oh, I'll throw another one in the mix that I don't have. Uh, the Bears. I actually saw that today yeah, on Twitter. Should the Bears go after DeAndre Hopkins? Why not? Yeah, I mean, it... more and D Hop for Fields and mm-hmm. Mooney. Yeah, Claypool. Yeah, that's a that's a solid receiving core at that point, and we, we want it. We always preach about getting these young guys weapons. So I think that would be that would be a perfect fit. I, again, if he wants to win a Super Bowl. I don't think he really wants to go there, but it doesn't really fit his what's his criteria? Stable management. Yes, yeah. Defense, yeah. Quarterback that wants to win or that loves the game. Yeah, so if you miss that, that that's kind of the, the no, criteria. Defense I guess, for or going stable on. management. No, oh, and the but Texans, the Chicago no Bears stable. organization. <laughs> the Texans the have Texans, none of them. No. Uh, yeah, quarterback who wants. So what? Do you, what D Hop is looking for? A quarterback who wants to win. Good defense, because you said defense wins championships. And stable management, because I think it said, because the Cardinals have had four GMs in four years. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> fair enough. So, and then he also listed the quarterbacks he wants to play with by name on a podcast. Which yeah, yeah, do you have those? Allen, Mahomes, Hurts, Herbert, and Lamar. His top five. So... He gave his list already. Yeah, I guess that is his list. His best <laughs> top five list. Well, we're doing a better one, Hopkins. You can suck it. Let's, let's start off. Chris, what's your number five? I have the Buffalo Bills on there. Oh, God. This is a great start. Um, I also have the Buffalo Bills. Why? <laughs> at five. I also have them at five, yeah. So let's just talk about it together, I guess. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, we've talking all offseason – like they need, they're looking for another receiver. Um, it's, it's the team that has like the most crucial offseason to make some sort of splash or some sort of change because of that meltdown that they had in the playoffs. So I think obviously Allen would love it. He said that he would like to play with Allen. And Diggs together would be dangerous. Yeah. I, I think they could make it work. I think they could make it work too. I think it would be weird. A little bit. I mean, I got not really. I guess you just have want to have as many outside receivers as you possibly can. But you have him, outside receiver, Diggs, outside receiver, and Gabe Davis, outside receiver. And I guess at that point, you just kissed Gabe Davis goodbye. Like, who yeah, cares? Gabe Davis, like, wasn't that good. No, no, he really wasn't. Scratch. The interesting thing with the Bills is Von Miller has tweeted out the eyeball emoji and Deion Dawkins. One of their offensive tackles t- deleted the tweet 
But let's see. Can I get what it said? Um, yeah, Deion Dawkins said, at DeAndre Hopkins, there's a spot right next to me in the locker room. Hashtag, you already snow. See you soon. <laughs> so maybe it could, maybe we should have him higher on this list, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, but yeah. with Diggs already there, though, it doesn't make as much sense as some of these other ones. Yeah, there's some other teams on this list that could use the true number one that we're talking about. And yeah. honestly, at that point, if it, if DeAndre Hopkins does go to the Bills. And I know it's been it's been Super Bowl or bust for Fraud Allen and the Bills, but at that point there's no more like Allen Fraud Allen should have the MVP, the Super Bowl, and coast at that point to the the championship. So I kind of hope it happens just because for when they eventually do demise and fall down, <laughs> it won't be against the Patriots. Even worse, but it makes it even makes it even sweeter. Mean. I don't. I hate the Bills. You're like the only person that hates the Bills. I think that's the worst part about your consortium of Patriot fans. But I, that's the worst part about the Bills, though. Too is everyone's like, "Oh, the Buffalo Bills, they're a great team." <laughs> I love the Buffalo Bills. Oh, you see what Josh Allen does, and I'm like, God, I hate them so much. Absolutely the worst. They don't know you without winning. It's it's turning on them though. Already started to. Oh, I know, I know. It's taken. It's taken its toll. And I'm just waiting for the day everyone realizes how much of frauds they are. <laughs> All right, next up. Right, moving on. I have your boys. I have the Pats. Oh, okay. Do you okay. have them on your list? Yeah, yeah. I won't tell you where they're at. Okay. But they're, yeah, they're, they're on. Um, is it biased? Like, are they number one? Or... <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey. You don't need to call uh, me out like sense. that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Mac hasn't had a real number one. We've been talking about it. Just since the start of this podcast, I think. Yeah, just about He's the number one wide receiver. So it it makes sense that this would this would be the one. It's like it landed in their lap almost. I could see like Mac wasn't on the list, but see a was a year three now. Mm-hmm. Year three could be the the jump year. So young, we haven't seen him with the true number one. Maybe that's what Hopkins wants. Maybe he wants to elevate a young guy. I love it. I love it. I'm going to get save my spiel until I, I talk about him. But uh, for my number four, I have the Baltimore Ravens. I also saw him at, at Logan Airport. Yo, he's always at Logan. He, he's been at Logan Airport, I think, four times this offseason. <laughs> every time there's been a rumor about DeAndre Hopkins, it's just like, oh, there he is, Logan Airport. And I got to say, the best thing about that picture is that he does have dreads. It's like, oh, yeah, so, right. so, I know some people out there believe it. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, nine number four. I have the Baltimore Ravens. Similar discussion of what you just said about the New England Patriots. It seems like for years we've been talking about getting that number one guy for Lamar, getting that superstar at wide receiver, and this perfectly, I think, perfectly fits with the Ravens. As much as I hate it, I hate the Dirty Birds, but you just paid Lamar a bunch of money. Now you don't have to give up assets. Now you don't have to spend the $22 million on his contract. And you can get him, you can get for, see if he wants to come for cheaper. Um, they really could probably use that $18 million that they gave OBJ right now, though. That really mm. could come in handy right now. But 
they, they could still find a way to what get him. What kind of deal do you think he's going to get? I don't know. Because clearly, it, it, it won't be north of 20, clearly, because he had 22 million on the books for when they traded for him. Hmm. I was thinking, I, I mean, it's got, is it going to be less than OBJ's 18 million? I can't see a world where OBJ gets 18 million and he doesn't. Like, he's way better than yeah. OBJ. But. I, the the NFL market is so baffling. I really can't get a read on it. Like I get like the yeah. NBA, it's like oh this guy is going to get eighty million dollars because everyone gets the max. But yeah, the NFL, I just have no idea what the market is for some of these guys. I, I don't either. So it it would be interesting to see them do that, like two contracts <clears throat> to two like what are receivers. Mm-hmm. Or past their prime. You know, yeah. consist like he's not. Yeah, he's thirty. His prime, but he's still, still really effective. So Odell, like, knows honestly what you're gonna get with him. Yeah, I think this is this solidifies. You kind of have a safer bet here, where you get Hopkins and you have OBJ. You go well. If one of them's not healthy, the other one should be healthy. Like if one of or if yeah, one of them's sure. past their prime. You know, we have the other one to have another dart. So it's like another dart throw with Lamar. And right. I know he already signed that contract, but still you want to keep him as happy as possible. And you also want to win Super Bowls, so you want to try to get him up there. That's true. All right, number three, who you right. got? This, this is actually my favorite one. I just don't think it's very likely, but I have the Lions. Ooh. I think the Lions would be perfect. Ooh, tell me why. I, I like Well, I mean... This is this is the year for the Lions where it's like people are actually taking you seriously now, but still don't really have second receiver. Right? No, not Saint really. St. Brown is he's been awesome. Got us. They got to deal with him, but him and D Hop totally transforms that offense. It's already like one of the better offenses in the NFC. Well, I think I think that could push them like, good to great offensively. If you get, like, golf continues to be solid golf and doesn't go back to, like, rookie golf. I like that a lot because when you look at their depth chart, I mean, they have Armand St. Brown, they have Marvin Jones Jr., who's back on the team, who's, he talk about passive prime, and they have yeah, Jameson Williams, who will be suspended for the first six games. And I know it's only six games, mm-hmm. but if you throw, you throw Hopkins in there, now you have the whole season where you have two solid guys the whole season and you have Jameson Williams coming after week six. Week six. Yeah. I th- you, don't, you don't even know what you're getting with Jameson Williams. No, yeah, he got one pass for a touchdown last year. Great. Yeah. So instead of banking on him and banking on him coming back after six games, you have Hopkins yeah. in there. And you're right. The NFC, the NFC is wide open. Not just the NFC South or North. Which is also wide open, but the whole conference, conference, yeah. So you're you're going up there, and you're you're having to keep with the star power of the Eagles. That's it. So mm-hmm. you get the Hopkins out there, and you're looking at uh, a depth chart that will be one of the maybe besides the Eagles, the be- the, the second best NFC offense in the league. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. It's a good pick, Chris. <clears throat> All right, my number three, speaking of the Eagles, 
It, is this just not an Eagles move? They they cut him. They already have two receivers. It, they don't care. Why should the Eagles care? They have already I, done. I, I I've seen Eagles and I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. It just seems like to me, the Eagles have done nothing but improve their roster in every single possible way that they can. And you just go to yeah. Hopkins. You go, hey, you want stable management? You got it. You got a quarterback who wants to win? You got it. You got a great defense? You got it. Sign this vet, this one-year vet men, and let's go win a Super Bowl. It's a hard yes. pitch to pass up on if you're Hopkins. Vet men? Maybe a vet men, yeah. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's like, well, I don't know how much cap space they got. So we'll give you the rest. Yeah, no, there's no way. I mean, or it could be the Saints deal of Black Magic, where they just end up not right a cap space at the Rams or the Rams. And yeah, this reminds me, like when Bobby Wagner got cut two years ago, it was like, oh, where's he gonna go? Where's he gonna go? Oh, he went to the Rams. I just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. And we were all freaking out, losing our minds. It seems like a same exact move where Hopkins gets cut, goes to a Super Bowl losing team, but Super Bowl caliber team that their eyes on the prize and maybe he takes a pay cut to to try to win a super bowl i could see that i don't know where his priorities are like yeah genuinely wants to win a super bowl or i don't know he, he said he wants he wants a quarterback money. that want and what he named jalen hurts too right he did yeah one of his guys so true i don't know it seems like a match as, as you said though it doesn't. They don't need him. It's not like it makes a lot of sense. But the abundance of good wide receivers can never hurt a team trying to win a Super Bowl. All right, number two. Weapons are enough weapons. Uh, my number two is the Ravens. Okay. I think this makes makes a lot of sense. Right? Like you just mm-hmm. to resign them, and we just talked about it with your Adam at four. <clears throat> but they're going to do everything that they can to please Lamar now. Get him another receiver. And it's like, it's it's the most obvious issue on the team. Like, you don't have receivers. We make fun of him for being a running back all the time. Yeah, but that's because he's never had receivers. Other than Mark Andrews to throw to, it does make it tough. Yeah, exactly. I think he's, he's much more liable at this point in his career than Odell Beckham is. And honestly, Bateman too. Because Bateman, we saw one year where he didn't even stay healthy. Apparently he's great, but... Oh, Ravens fans talk about Bateman like he's Randy Moss. Like, they love (laughs) Bateman. And I I honestly know nothing about the guy. Like, I... Great. He... I... I I remember him at Minnesota just because it was Big Ten. Yeah, and I I, I remember he was like a route runner. Like, great. Great, sad Let, route Okay, runner. I just looked him up and <laughs> tweet. Numbers tell the tale. Last year, he was 11th in route win rate. Oh, yeah. Immediately after Hopkins, Lockett, and Justin Jefferson. Bateman breakout is coming. You've been warned. Until he gets injured again. It's on the Ravens training staff, which has the worst one in the league. <laughs> All right, number two. Oh, yeah, number two. Yeah. Who do you got? That was my number two. No, you're right. You're I'm on number two. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, brain fart. All right. I have my beloved New England Patriots. Okay. I think we have the same number one, though. 
Yeah. All right. I'm kind of glad we had the same number one though, because it's gonna be, it, it's <clears throat> it's the perfect fit. But anyways, right, let's hear. New England Patriots, as I just said with the Eagles, quarterback that wants to win. Mac Jones got that fire in him. Got that dog in him. You got Bill O'Brien back. Your boy. Your your boy, Bill O'Brien. <laughs> Wait a minute. I forgot about that. Never mind. Bury the hatchet. My... Bury the hatchet. Bury the hatchet. <laughs> you know, you make I forgot that Bob shake his hand. Uh <laughs> The the video him and him and Bill Belichick after that Cardinals game. Oh, lo, lo, love what you've been doing. Love love how you coach. Uh, clearly wants wants to be coached by him. And defense, as I just said, Belichick defense solid. And as you mentioned, you get Mac that number one guy we've been waiting for for I've been waiting mm-hmm. for for five years now. So you don't have to give up any assets. You don't have to spend any extra money. And you tell Hopkins, hell, you, I, I'd give him a three-year deal. I don't care. I don't care if he's 30. Get him in the building. Help out Mac. Uh, try to win a Super Bowl. They've already started cheating again. Do you see that? What happened? The Patriots, uh, in their newest scandal, they had their players 20 minutes extra after OTAs and now has gotten – a rule violation that has got to miss the next week of OTAs and the final two days of practice this week and oh, find man. Belichick 50 grand. Jeez. Yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it was that. I actually, it, I saw, I saw a thing on Twitter that said 20 minutes. I don't know, but they have a, so con, <laughs> the best part about this thing is, you know, who's the culprit of it? Brian? Joe Judge. He's back, <laughs> maybe. Joe Judge. Uh, special teams coach uh, conducted special teams meetings that caused offensive defensive players to be in the facility longer than their maximum four hours. So, yeah, I heard they had just had, like, an extra meeting that was, like, an extra 20 minutes oh, long. God. And now <clears throat> the NFL is... Joe cool. Judge at the heart of Patriots offseason violation. <laughs> She's losing two days of OTAs. It's all Joe Judge's fault. I gotta say... The Patriots fans' reaction to this has just been, we're back, baby. We're back. We're back to cheating. <laughs> like, if we're getting caught cheating again, Bill Belichick cares again. He's ready for a Super Bowl. <laughs> so, I think you tell Hopkins, hey, you could start, you know, you could start and have the first week off. And then, yeah. you know, after that, we get to work. All right, so it, number one. Bill O'Brien thing throws it all off. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> He said that they had no relationship in like the seven years that he was there. <laughs> We're hey, luckily Bill O'Brien's not controlling anything but I guess the whole offense. But other than that, <laughs> right outside of directly working with him, he, yeah. he won't really be involved. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> oh, all right. Anyways, number one, let's say it together. I guess. The Kansas City Chiefs. They surprisingly makes so much sense. Oh, it it's a match made in heaven. They surprisingly need him too. And maybe not need him into the point where they're probably gonna win the Super Bowl anyways. But if you look at the Chiefs wide receivers, it's it's a lot of Kadarius Tony and Marquez Valdez Scantley, and then a bunch of other guys who have done nothing. Yeah, Sky Moore, who we hate his number. We think he's going to be a bust. <laughs> number, number 24. 
Um, good name. Yeah, yeah, that's the issue with Sky Moore. Great name, but terrible number. Just completely ruins everything. And you have Travis Kelsey, so you have that number one guy for Mahomes. You have Mahomes' boy. And it said there's a lot of Kadarius Tony in the offseason. But other than that, it's kind of dart throws. I mean, Marcus Valdez-Scantley, we kind of know who he is. He's an outside receiver that is going to drop a big touchdown or, and then catch a massive touchdown a week later. Um, Sky Moore, I, we can, I guess he was a rookie wide receiver last year, and maybe he can develop a little bit more. And then they have, like, Rasheed White, Rice, they just drafted. Richie James, Giants legend. Uh, and then, like, Justin Raw, Justin, yeah, Justin Ross from the only reason why I know him is because he's from Clemson. Clemson. They got John Ross, too. Didn't even realize. They have a Madden cheese. <laughs> they have John Ross. Um, but other than that, I mean, they, they could use a number one guy like Hopkins. <laughs> and if you're Hopkins, I know, I know, I guess I said it was harder to say no to this Eagles team. But how the hell do you say no to the Super Bowl champs oh, yeah. coming to one. need you? Yeah. And when you're looking at the Eagles, what I was mentioning, you know, he'd be he'd be kind of the, the second second banana, but they still have Devontae Smith. And here he's number one. He's the guy. He's the guy. Clear cut. Yep. Clear cut number one. And that just opens up so much they can do with Tony. He doesn't have to be that number one guy. He doesn't have to be the downfield threat. Marcus Falcon Stanley could be on the other side. Skywalker can just be more of like a utility than a necess- like than a necessity, and the Chiefs should do everything in their power to try to get this get this done. I think they probably will too. I know, and it just it, that that's what sucks about it too. Is we already talked about. We, I remember during the draft, we were just like, "Hey, whoever they pick, it doesn't matter. Like they're just gonna yeah, win the Super Bowl anyways." And th- things like DeAndre Hopkins getting cut. And him probably going to the Chiefs is reasons why it doesn't matter who they draft. Yeah. They just they're they're gonna get guys to work with with Mahomes. Apparently, I'm looking at this tweet from Robert Breer that I talked to him earlier, and the contract was the hurdle. He said to do it now, the price would have to come way down. What do you mean? Like, like the price. Take a pay cut. Oh, okay. I'd take the pay cut. I wouldn't care. <laughs> you're win- you're winning the Super Bowl in the homes there, but I think that yeah, that's that's definitely the best fit. I'm glad. I'm kind of glad we both had it at number one because mm-hmm. it seems like the pretty logical too obvious. Yeah. yeah. So that being said, and I guess the saying the Chiefs is what that our best fit would be. And I guess that's what we think is going to happen. Is there any, besides the chiefs, is there who, I guess, who do you, what do you think will actually realistically happen? I, I mean, going into it, I thought the chiefs, but after reading that, no, I guess I have some hesitation. You Buffalo. I don't know. I think the chiefs, the Cowboys, them boys. <laughs> think so. They're always in it. They're always sniffing around. Oh, just because Jerry. They're in there always. Jerry. <laughs> it's also a draw. Guys want to play for the Cowboys. I want to see Backus. what's his odds. I not fit in on that list. 
I, yeah, I tried to look up the odds. I couldn't find anything. I'm looking right now. Um. Okay. They don't have shit on this website. Okay. <laughs> pa- Patriots are plus eight hundred. Chargers plus a thousand. Your Lions plus a thousand five hundred. The Jets. Okay, I got it here. The Bills. Seems like the Bills are the favorite. Two fifty. Okay. Then the Chiefs at plus four hundred. Why are they all plus? They got someone's got to be a minus, right? Um. Ravens plus six fifty. Your the Jets that you just mentioned plus five fifty, and then Pats eight hundred. Uh, Eagles plus two thousand. Giants plus two twenty. What about the Giants? You think anything about the any any chance? Yes, the Giants? I don't think he wants to go play with Daniel Jones. No, I don't think so either. I was gonna. I was thinking about when I'm making on the list. I was thinking run heavy offense. Where are the like? Can the Commander sneak on this list? And I looked oh, at his. I we don't need. All right, wait, I'll get to that in a second. Don't. But, we, but I was thinking about the three things that he wants, and I got to thing number two <laughs> of stable, stable front office, and I was just like, "Yeah, no, he's not coming to Washington. <laughs> There's zero chance he's coming to Washington. We haven't had that in thirty years. So wait, you. Uh, speaking of, I guess Washington sports, the the Zards, they got themselves a GM. Yeah. Sorry uh, about that. His name is. Oh, nice. Already off to a good start. <laughs> Wait, right. The Clippers guy, Michael Winger. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. The Clippers are ran pretty well. He's also going to oversee the Mystics and the Go Go. I did I see that. Why. Like, give him less work. Well, I liked what I saw was I mean, he was in, in Thunder in 2017 and then moved on to. One other team, I think, and then. But anyway, everywhere he's been, he's made big, big splashes. And I think DC's due, due for a big splash. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what what happens there. Well, even if a big splash is trading everybody, then all in. And you're all yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, he was a part of the Clippers front office when they went and got. Uh, Kawhi and Paul George. It hasn't worked out, but it was there. Yeah, and that's what you that's what you need. You know, that like you, you, you want even though it hasn't worked out, you want to at least have hope. Like the Clippers, that gave the Clippers hope into hopefully doing something. And even though it hasn't worked mm. out, it's better than where the Wizards have been in the past 20 years. Yeah, so I, I was excited about that. And the Washington sale, commander sale, are the commanders going to have to get another new name? Dude, I don't know. Did you see that? They couldn't get the trademark? Wait, what? You didn't see that two days ago? Washington commander's trademark gets denied? How were they allowed to... Uh, Wait. I thought this was like an old... No, the, so the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office denied the trademark application for the Commanders on Thursday. So the new nickname is. How are they allowed to rename them? I don't. I I don't. I don't know. 
I understand. I, I don't know this how that works. To be very on brand with the team as far as things not going correctly. But for a trademark process, this is not abnormal. It's a very crowded system to try to get things through. Also, it says in this article that I'm reading, Commander's in process of being sold. It's not. Is it not signed? I thought it was signed. It it hasn't been approved by the NFL yet. Oh, okay. So Perse said that. I mean, it's done by week one. Whoa. Oh. Why does Ursay get a why, like? Why is he the the main culprit here? He's the one who talks. <laughs> That's true. The yeah. only one who talks. And he said that. Eesh. He also said that Jim. They're on. They're gonna set set up Roger through twenty twenty seven. What? Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah extend them. I also saw a new proposed site for the stadium, which would be down where Nats Park is. Yes, oh, that'd be cool. Land there. That would be, yeah, that would be perfect. Yeah, right by Audi Stadium, right? Have the defenders right next to the uh, next to the Commanders. Be sick. Yeah, that's right. We never did get to talk about our. Co- I watched all the D- the DC defenders. I think the Celtics, uh, imploding just kind of took took the reins from there. Them losing the XFL uh-huh. championship. Did you watch yeah, that? That was a joke job. No, I didn't it, follow the score, but I don't think I was home. Oh, I I watched. They they couldn't defend. The as ironic as it gets, the DC defenders could not defend the Arlington Renegades whatsoever. And you get a championship when you're four and six. I know, I know. They'll be they'll be back. Just. I believe it. They'll be better than ever. Still undefeated at home, but yeah, sad. that's right. They still they've yet to lose at Audi Field. Yep. Sad to see them losing the championship though. But you know, we move on. It happens. Yep, that's right. Nothing. Also, nothing well can ever happen. Go, go for Washington. So, we won a couple championships. Yeah, like forty years ago. No, like five nah, years I ago. Know, I know. You got yeah. Right. Sticks won. The Caps won. Yeah, it's when you guys were the city of city of champs. District of champions. District of champions. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um. All right. Is that all we got? We oh, college corner. We got some big news. Uh, yeah, I graduated college two days ago. Congratulations, uh, Chris. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm chilling the next weeks, and then I start work and yeah. Where are you working again? The pod too much. It's called Auger Consulting. It's okay. a it's a pretty small company in Arlington, Virginia. So I'll be staying in the area, but. Yeah, I'm no longer a student. We'll still do college corners because I will. I guess I'm an, an alumnus now, but I will still be heavily invested. Are you going to be going to going to football games and basketball games as much gonna, as you yeah, can? Yeah, be at all the games. All right, good, good, good. good. Yeah, you told me you're like I'm basically going to be a college student that's just making money. So pretty much, yeah, because I'll I'll still be living in College Park for one more year. Like everyone oh. my age is still there. Mm-hmm. I think that it would be it would suck to like come back home for a year. All my friends are still at school. Yeah, that's so great. I will be like, yeah, I'll be like a college kid with a job. That's awesome. Uh, speaking of college corner, I had some Gigi Jackson thoughts, and I'm excited. I guess we'll do it. We'll do it when we're getting. I just love the way that you preface that. Some Gigi Jackson thoughts. <laughs> You're just, like sitting in your house today. It's like, hmm. 
<laughs> well, I, I was thinking because my brother was home and he 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 saw my my little poster that has all of them and was like, "Oh yeah, what uh, what would be like? Is is he gonna go in? Is he gonna go in the lottery? Is he gonna go whatever?" And I was like, ah, "I don't know, probably twenty-ish area." No, what I was thinking is I want to do before the draft. I guess this is kind of a preview, but before the draft, I'm gonna do a personal top five destinations where I want Gigi Jackson. And I want you okay. to know, Chris, that number eight, the Washington Wizards, is number one. It will be number one. <laughs> I, I I need Gigi in Washington uniform ASAP. I don't want him. I, I need him. I actually do not. I need him. I don't well, want him. And I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you some some nice things. And this is why also why I was thinking about Gigi is because when you're, when you look at Michael Porter jr. On the nuggets, okay. he, he took, he, he, did, he basically did the same route that Gigi did. He was the number one player in his class. He went to Mizzou and then fell to like the 14th pick. And he, he's oh. been, he's been injured and Gigi doesn't have any of the injury history that he has, but he's not really mature. Doesn't really have a pass. Does like, it's just kind of a shooter. And Michael Porter Jr. has really evolved now that he's aged 24. So I could see a, a very similar career arc where early on, you know, people people think he's kind of a bust. Maybe he doesn't have have the same have the have, have this, the jump right out of the gate. But within years, you know, five or six, we're gonna be we're gonna be seeing him on a on a contending team. That's that's my thoughts. Maybe yeah. it's maybe it's with the Wizards. Would gladly take that. See, all right, I'm already sold you. It, I already sold you on it. No, no, you it's not. You yeah, sold me good. on this hypothetical scenario. <laughs> like, obviously, I'm, I'd be excited about that. But I don't know. He rose me the wrong way. He's a baby. He does need to get Pouts. over the pouting. He needs to get and over really, the pouting. The pouting I can't deal with. Yeah, he needs to get over the pouting. I think he, I, I think he has potential. But that's all I really have for college corner. Of course, the, he has potential. The baseball team is uh, draft now. It's been a mess. Absolute mess. I have him going 29th in this draft. Oof. The Pacers. I wouldn't hate that. I, 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 actually, I, I would, that would suck. I don't want him with like a bunch of young guys. I want him with a bunch of vets around him. Yeah. But. Stir him a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So he needs a, he needs a Udonis Haslam to, to really show him, right. show he him what's going on. So Kevin Love. whooping him in this shape. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, I think that does it. Baseball's a mess, you said? Yeah, baseball's a mess. Just an absolute uh, show. We've won the first few games of the Big Ten tournament. We oh, they play again tomorrow, I think. I know we beat... Double elimination, though, which I didn't know. Georgia. What? We beat Georgia in the Big Ten. Oh. But... Sorry, not Big Ten in the SEC. We won, yeah, we won nine nothing, and then we proceeded to lose three to ten to LSU, and five nothing to Texas A and M. So we're going in. We're not, I don't th- we're not hosting the regionals, and God, it doesn't look good. Yeah, it stinks. Yeah, hopefully we can still sneak into the college. I think we'll sneak into the college World Series, but or not the actual. Yeah, World you'll Series, get in, but the, the the tournament. Yeah. Disappointing after the the hot start that they got, but yeah, really, really yeah, exactly. All right, that's all you got. 
All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, it's a little chippier pod, and I think when we're chippier, we go a little longer. So I, an hour and 23. Yeah, last time you, just, you wanted to end. No, I, 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 I was like the Celtics. I just wanted to get out of there. I just wanted to get out of there. Well, thank you all for listening. We'll see everyone on Tuesday for, for the wrap-up, no matter what happens against the, the Celtics and the Heat, and finally previewing a full real preview of the NBA Finals, and maybe Hopkins gets signed. So who knows? We'll see everybody on Tuesday. Have a good Memorial Day weekend. And yeah, enjoy the weekend. See you on.